As I've been preaching on the uh, gift, this morning I want to preach about, uh, which I think is very appropriate with the, uh, especially the job that the choir did on the cantata this morning, I want to preach on the gift of praise. And uh, I want to get you to give me a little bit of interaction with me about this uh, first part of the message. When, uh, when you think about praise, I want you to think about an expression that you think is kind of the universal expression of praise and kind of get you to understand what I'm talking about. If you saw me doing this, what would that be the universal sign of? Choking, that's right. We all understand that. When you see somebody going like this, they're saying, I need help, I'm choking. Well, what would be a universal expression of praise? Would you show that to me? There you go, I see them hands going up. Raising our hands is usually a universal sign of praise. We express that we are praising the Lord. And uh, even that symbol of raising our hands, even though sometimes in the world outside of church or outside of Christianity, raising the hands means some other things, doesn't it? Some of you may have this in your background before you became a Christian. It meant I surrender, right? I surrender, no weapons, I'm giving up, I'm giving in. But you know, that's appropriate for praise too because when we raise our hands in praise to the Lord, we are saying that I surrender to your will. We also sometimes that hands being raised is not only a sign of surrender, but after you get surrender, it's usually what the officers do next. They search you, don't they? And they want those hands raised high while they search you. And that's very appropriate for our praise as well because we should be expressing, Lord, not only do I surrender, but I open myself up for you to search my heart to see if there is anything of sin in my life that would not be appropriate for my walk with you. And so that expression that we all said is a universal expression of praise is a very appropriate, whether you're looking at it, of just that expression of I love you, Lord, or I surrender to you, Lord, or search me, Lord, and see what is inside of this heart inside of me. Well, this morning I want us to look at this expression of praise and see a few things from the story of Jesus' birth that relates to praise as well. And so when you look at this in Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 56, and we see in these scriptures how that Mary has learned that she's going to be giving birth to the baby Jesus, and she has also learned that her cousin Elizabeth is going to have a baby as well, and that she's already pregnant. And so with the excitement and praise that Mary has in her heart about what she has found out, she is going to visit her cousin Elizabeth, and she's coming into the house. And so there is this spirit, there is this sense of excitement, enthusiasm, and praise to the Lord about what Mary has experienced to this point. And we're going to pick up with that in Luke chapter 1 and verses 39. And here's what it says. I'm reading this out of the New King James translation. It says, Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And Elizabeth was the one that was her cousin that was already pregnant, that was going to be giving birth later on to what we would call John the Baptist. In verse 41, it says, and it happened. I love that. And it happened. From what we're going to see here when the Bible is saying, and it happened happened. It was an accident that it's kind of worded like that. It's letting us know something was about to happen. 
It was like, and it happened, when Mary arrived at the house, praise began to break out. So here's what it says in verse one. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, when she heard her voice, when she sensed the emotion that was inside of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. There's this chain reaction of praise that's beginning to work out or pop out. In verse 42, it says, Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, and you can kind of sense the reality that when it says, and then it happened. And then as Elizabeth is saying all that she's excited about, she even has to go back and express the excitement and praise she has. It says, for indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. There was just a, a just continual movement of praise in that home at that moment. And verse 45 says, Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And then in verse 46, and Mary said. Now, I think there's a little bit that could have been worded a little bit different. I think it probably should have said, and Mary broke out into a praise song. She's already got a sense of emotional praise when she comes into the house and her voice and the praise in her voice causes the baby to leap, causes Elizabeth to be filled with the spirit and it's just kind of in a continual cycle of praise there to where it comes back to Mary and she breaks out in song. And in verse 46 it says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant for behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy." as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. You kind of see the sense there that all praise is breaking out in there. There's a few realities about praise that I want to share with you this morning that I hope will put some praise into your heart and help you carry the praise of the Lord from, out, from inside the walls of this church to outside the walls of the church. The first thing that I see in these scriptures that I want us to grab this morning about praise, this gift of praise. Remember, it's a gift, right? Everybody with me? Say amen. Gift, the praise is a gift that God has given us. And gifts are meant to share, aren't they? So one of the things I want you to understand about this that I see in the scriptures is that praise is contagious. Now, some of you may be going, contagious? <clears throat> You're kind of cringing up because we are in the flu season right now. And flu season, the germs are being spread everywhere. Everywhere you go, everywhere you touch. I don't know if you're like me. Matter of fact, I even saw a, a little toy that kind of looked like it might be food this morning. And I bent over and I was going to get it and I thought, 
you know what? That might have germs on it. I think I'll just pass. <laughs> it looks fine right there on the floor. And I went on about my business. So we're in this season of germs and germs are spreading and germs are contagious. And it's something that we don't want to catch, do we? Germs are a bad thing from a contagious standpoint. But let me tell you, praise is a good thing from a contagious standpoint. As a choir was singing this morning in that cantata and I could see the expressions on their face and watching their mouths move as they were singing those songs and I could hear the voices uh, coming out. I could tell that they were in excitement and praise of the Lord and it caught me up in that moment too. To the point that I was sitting there and I was listening to them and I just had to raise my hands because their praise, even though I wasn't singing, their praise was beginning to be contagious with me. It caught me. As a matter of fact, praise is one of those things of contagiousness that it should make you feel better and it should make you feel like you're a part of it. And that's what the choir's praise did to me. So I hope this morning you can understand that if, that you got, if you got touched with a little bit of praise this morning, praise needs to be contagious, carried outside the walls of this church. And I believe that there's a season that people need to get a little contagious touch of praise it's during the Christmas season. I don't know if you've had a little bit of stress moments during the Christmas season, but I'm thinking, you know, you go to go to some store and you're in the parking lot and there's the lines are marked where you're supposed to go, but here comes somebody the other direction. And you want to go. <laughs> and so you want to become, or it starts to become contagious of this irritation and as a matter of fact, during the Christmas season, people can kind of get irritated. I heard, uh, matter of fact, uh, Joyce and I had went to uh, Walmart. She wanted to show me something on Black Friday. And so we went to Walmart and the people were packed in there and you were having to go from one direction to another. And I, as I was looking for Joyce, I walked by the cash register just to hear the cashier say this, sir, we can shut this computer down for about two hours and resolve your issue or we can. And I just moved on. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to hear anymore. So there's a lot of contagiousness of tension during this season that should be a season of celebration. And so I want to challenge you, take praise and make it contagious outside the walls of these church. So I look at the scripture, not only does it tell us that praise is contagious, but it also tells us that praise is complimentary. If you were to look at these scriptures, uh, matter of fact, if you look at verse 46, it tells us this, it says, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. She was breaking out in this praise of giving complimentary praise to the Lord for who he is. As a matter of fact, if you look up praise in the dictionary, you'll find that it says that it's an expression of saying something or writing something good about or to someone else. But in the dictionary, most dictionaries will also say that it is about thanks and expressing love and praise to God. And so praise is something that is to be complimentary. It's expressing love and thanks and respect to God. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. That expression of that word magnify is like saying, my soul has to say how great God is. And so praise should be something that is complimentary. 
that it's not just something that we go through some, some motions or just doing something because somebody else next to us, but it should be something that we realize we're expressing our compliments to how great a God we serve and how great he has been to us. In these scriptures, as Mary is breaking out in this song, she's expressing how great the Lord is, how good he is to her, but also how good he is to others. She knows that God is not just good to her, but God is good to others as well. And so she's giving these compliments of how great God is. I think that during this season of Christmas is a great time for us to express how great God is. And I want you to just give you a little challenge about giving complimentary praise to God. You can start it by maybe you're out at a restaurant eating a bite in between shopping or doing whatever in between some outings and events that you got going on. But maybe just strike up a conversation with a waiter or a waitress and just say something to them. Say, isn't this a great season? Isn't it just great to celebrate how good God is? And just ask them, say, has God done anything good for you lately? Of course, if you ask that, you better be ready for some responses. But find some way of just carrying on some conversation with somebody maybe that you don't even know and give some praise about how, tell something that God has done for you and express that complimentary praise about how great our God is. I'll give you the last thing I think these scriptures are telling us and that is that praise is celebration. It's a praise is something that should be contagious, something that should be complimentary, but it also should be something that is celebrative, something that we are putting some emotion into it, right? That praise is something that it doesn't just show on the outside, but it's something that's coming from the inside, expressing to the outside. These scriptures, as we look at it, I want you to look at what it says in verse 47, and it tells us in these scriptures, it says, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. She's celebrating, isn't she? Matter of fact, the scripture tells us that Elizabeth said, you know what, when you spoke to me, I think it's in verse 44, when you spoke to me and when we heard the sound in our ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. All the way from the time that Mary came in to the time that she left, it was a sense of celebration, whether it was uh, Elizabeth being filled with the Spirit or whether it was a babe leaping in her womb. They have linked the reality that there's joy in it. And you know what joy is? It's an emotion in it. You know, I I don't think that uh, coming to salvation in the Lord should be something that's strictly just emotional, but when you get saved, it's going to be emotional, isn't it? When I accepted the Lord as my personal Savior, my first emotion was one of conviction, that I felt convicted about what God was speaking to me. But after I turned my heart and life over to him, there was some emotion of joy and a sense of relief that I had got everything right. And so this experience of salvation, this experience about being a Christian should be something that's an emotional, it's a time of celebration. And I think that any Christian that is missing out on regular worship is missing out on the opportunity to just keep renewed and refreshed that celebration of our salvation and what God has done in our life. And so I I love to come on Sunday morning. I Every Sunday morning, I'm excited about coming and worshiping with you. I'm excited about coming and worshiping my Lord. But I was, this morning, I was really excited because it was today was kind of like that first time of things that have been active and going on. We're coming to a culmination of praise to the Lord. As a choir is going to be singing, the children are going to be doing the Christmas play. There's a lot of activity that's coming together. And it just creates a sense of emotional celebration 
of who Christ is and what he's done for us. And so I look at this scripture about Mary coming to visit with Elizabeth. I'm reminded that I want my praise to be contagious. I want it to be complimentary. And I want it to be one that is celebrating who God is and what he has done for me. And what I want to challenge you to do is take this gift of praise that God has given us and take it outside the walls of this church and let other people who do not know Christ get a little touch of your praise. And it may be somebody that does know Christ, and maybe they're just kind of caught up in all the activities and the demands of the season, and they need somebody to come along and just let them know, hey, this is the season for celebrating what Christ has done for us. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning, and God, we thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being here today, and Lord, I was truly blessed as the choir sang that cantata this morning. Man, they put their heart into it. They put their soul into it. They express praise about who you are and what this season is all about. And Lord, it truly touched me physically and emotionally. And Lord, I thank you, God, for that gift of praise because it just renews us and refreshes us. Lord, I had my birthday this weekend. Somebody asked me, how'd your birthday go? And Begin to talk about, well, my mother-in-law got took to the hospital, thought she had a stroke, and then I had to uh, go and do a funeral in Ackworth, and then I found out some things I'd lined up didn't happen in a delivery. But you know, it was still a good day because, Lord, it was truly a time to just celebrate who you are and what you've done in our life. So, Lord, I know that uh, just like one person said to me, it's all about perspective. And I, Lord, I want us to all to have the right perspective of what Christmas is all about. We've all got things that challenge us. We've all got things that uh, have demands on our life. But Lord, I don't want to ever lose out on the reality of what the true perspective of Christmas is, and that is celebrating you and what you've done in our life. And so Lord, if there's someone here today that maybe has never accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior, or maybe they're unsure of their salvation, Lord, this would be a great day to give their heart and life to you, to nail down their salvation. And so Lord, I want you to speak to hearts right now. And if the Lord is speaking to you, maybe you need to pray this prayer to nail down your salvation or to accept the Lord as your Savior. Maybe it's a prayer like this. Dear Lord, I feel your Spirit speaking to me. And Lord, I want to know that I've got everything right with you. I know I've messed up. I know I've made some mistakes. But today, I ask you to forgive me of my sins I ask you to cleanse my heart and I accept you as my savior. Thank you for saving me. Now, while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if you prayed that prayer with me, you made the greatest decision of your life and I'd like to rejoice with you. If you prayed that prayer with me, would you just slip up your hand and just say, Pastor, I prayed that prayer this morning and I invited Jesus in my heart. Yes. Are there others? Yes. Greatest decision of your life. In just a few moments, we're gonna sing a song of invitation. If you need to come acknowledge that, hey, I nailed down my salvation today or I prayed to accept Christ, I want to invite you to come and take my hand and I want to say a prayer with you and just rejoice with you this morning. Maybe you're here as a Christian and maybe just the activities that kind of can consume us has caused you to lose a little bit of praising the Lord during this Christmas season, but you don't want to be that way. You want to truly let praise be contagious from your life and you want me to pray for you, would you just say, raise your hand and say, Pastor, pray for me. I want my praise to be contagious. Yes, yes, amen, yes, praise the Lord. 
Lord, I thank you, God, for those who have uh, acknowledged some decisions today, whether it's to accept you as their Savior or whether it's to acknowledge that some things have kind of drained them, some things have kind of caused them to lose the perspective of uh, praise of Christmas. And so, Lord, I pray, God, that you would just renew them and refresh them with the praise this morning. And, God, may they leave here with just a sense of being some relief and refreshment in their life. And, Lord, we're going to give you the praise and honor and glory for all that you do. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.